Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And what I'd like to discuss with you today is a topic on what's happening in retail. And as property investors, what do we need to concern about when it comes to retail activity? Before I get into this podcast, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So one big factor in the marketplace when it comes to the economy is retail. It's one of our biggest employer of individuals in the country. So we've got to keep an eye a thought process on what is happening in the retail market. Are people out there spending their money? And what are the results of the spending activity? Is that giving a sense that people have abundance about what's happening? Are they spending with the, the idea that the economy is going well. So some of the retail numbers that come out every so often uh, from economists and financial institution gives us an idea about what's actually happening with day-to-day spending. Now, like I've said previously, remember that data is that comes through on some of these reports is three or four, three to six months in delay. So we've really got to take the thought process about the information that's been given and make our educated or researched guess on what's going to happen maybe in the future. That might lead us to a point where we're thinking about um, people, the trend line is changing over time or what is actually going to spark up more activity in the retail market. Are governments doing things? You know, as an example, back in that period when Kevin Rudd was in as Prime Minister and there was a $900 bonus given out to the marketplace to encourage people to spend. So individuals were given out $900 and everyone around the country did receive this check in the mail. So there was a case that retail spending happened at that time. Um, There would have been a a situation where that short-term enhancement or influence in the marketplace would have given a lot more people a lot more confidence about that time in terms of being able to spend and activity happening and what that actually relates back onto confidence and then what it relates back into property growth and other thoughts around the economy. So I'm going to get into a couple of key points in regards to retail. And I was out at a shopping center today out in the southwest of Sydney, which is MacArthur Square in Campbelltown. And it was good to see that a lot of the stores are in place. And I didn't see and didn't have a real full walk around the shops, but um, didn't see a lot of empty spaces when it comes to that particular shopping center. Obviously, you want to do your own sort of research when it comes to other uh, strip malls or uh, other you know shopping center complexes and really get an idea about what's happening in that I guess commercial space and then what that's leading to you know other property markets as well. Uh, but the first point I'd like to make in regards to shopping is we are tending to see more people shop online. So there is a thought process that um, people with convenience and ease and price are going more online. Um, There is still a percentage of people that like to touch and feel and go to shops or their last minute 
trying to run down and get a gift or an item for themselves. So that's where shopping centers still have a place right now. We still don't have the conveniences where we're seeing in the US where you can order a box of paper clips in some areas, in some cities, and have that delivered within a two hour time frame. So that's probably quite remarkable and that's probably to come for us especially focusing on the capital cities in future where the delivery items can be done quite well. Obviously in future we're thinking about things like drones um, might help with the delivery of items. So retail stores need to be thinking about ways that they can innovate and going in with the trends but we are tending to see people I guess save some money uh, by shopping online and some of these big retail or online shopping days they they um, obviously the black Friday America uh, shopping day that they, they they speak about in terms of getting those super specials out there after sort of the Thanksgiving periods and um, through the Christmas break as well. And year on year, the amount of online shopping is is ever increasing. Um, the, the, the amount of retail shopping, um, I guess it's increasing a little bit, but um, there is the trend towards more online shopping. So as in a retail sense, it's something that people do need to be aware about. And I guess as an economy sense, we do need to be wary about what is the whole transaction of online and retail sales and seeing if it's the confidence of people still to spend money. They might not be doing it in a retail sense of going to shops, but they might be doing it online. So that needs to be taken into consideration when you're thinking about the economy, when you're thinking about people spending money through shopping um, and what's, where their areas of shopping or spending habits are going. So a lot of what we've seen in increase lately is more that cafe and restaurant scene, um, especially when it comes to those breakfasts. Um, people are out there meeting up with friends at cafes and spending their money more so in those cafes and shopping centers, maybe over over where it comes to retail. So, um, you know, that's what we've got to consider. My second point I'd like to make is are people spending their money in the shopping centers themselves? So we, we've got to think about, you know, when you're walking around those shopping centers and thinking about the ways that people are transacting, are they just using those shopping centers as a place to go and up and meet? Like I said, meeting up in cafes within the shopping center, or are they actually spending their money inside stores? A good way to look at this is, you know, have a reflection of about 100 people that are walking past. Are people carrying bags from stores? Do they have Maya bags or DJ's bags or a specialty shop bag holding with them or articles with them? Are they just going to the shopping centers to go to Coles or Woolworths or an IGA or Audi? And they really, you want to get a sense of what people are doing. Um, and if it's a sense that there's less and less people actually carrying the bags, well, they're actually probably using that, that shopping center as a place of meeting rather than the place of shopping. So that, again, when it comes to retail sense, we do need to be wary of that. And, and, th- and seeing you know, what type of, of stores they're going to. Is it more high-end or expensive stores? Or is it some of those thrift shops or dollar shops that, are, that people are buying in? And that may differ from area to area or differ from shopping center to shopping center as well. The third point I'd like to make is, uh, um, are we seeing stores close? Um, it's a big one to reflect on. Now, Big W have announced through the Woolworths branding brand 
that 30 of their big W stores are going to close in the foreseeable future. And they're trying to claw their way back in terms of profits they've lost in regards to some of these shops. I would suspect that it's going to be more outer lying areas or regional areas that maybe some of these shops do close in where they've got tough competition from a, a Kmart or a Target. So really want to reflect on some of those things that are happening. We are seeing a few things um, happen, I guess, away from retail a bit, but in terms of unemployment, uh, in you know, the, there was an announcement that 220 uh, 220 jobs were going to be lost with that uh, Huggies Nappies brand or the the parent company of of the Huggies brand of nappies, um, and it's just a reflection to think about where what is actually happening. Are we seeing more of these articles come through in the mainstream media about some of these job losses? Are we seeing other people being able to be employed in other areas? So. If we talk about, I've mentioned about construction before and we've got a little bit off the retail track, but it comes towards unemployment, which reflects back on our economy and then reflects back on our spending habits and property transactions that we're going to look forward and, and potentially do. But in terms of construction um, and the, seeing the slowdown of that, will those jobs be able to be transferred into potential of infrastructure project? Now, the Liberal government have talked a, a lot about this in their budget speech just recently, and there's a whole idea of some of those jobs being transferred over, which could um, sustain our low unemployment rates that we see right now. So even though we see maybe 30 big W stores um, being closed down, maybe if we see the, the likes of those Huggies, Nappies employees um, but losing their jobs, we're still at a very low unemployment rate. And the reflection that we need to make is, is the rate low at the moment and continue to be low? Or is there going to be a change? Is there going to be a domino effect in these uh, store closes, uh, stores being closed, I should say, and also in the fact of other areas of um, employment around the country, whether it be the financial industry, the property industry, uh, or mining, or any other industry, what is the change that is happening? And it's good to be reflect on some of the information that's, well, all the information that's coming out, and see if you can, if some of that re information resonates with you about thinking that there is a change, there is actually a standpoint in this economy right now that's going to see a, a, a big shift in unemployment rate. So watch out for that data. I do reflect on retail today, but I bring it back to our unemployment because that's going to be a big factor in terms of government spending, I guess, in, in welfare payments, but also in, in fact of uh, the fact of consumer confidence and actually spending out on property, making transactions. Often people, when things aren't going so well in the economy, they'll sit still, they'll bunker up, they'll try to look to spend less, and that then has a flow and effect to other industries. So not talking in a big economic sense, but I guess we're talking about from a practical sense, a logical sense of seeing some of these moves happen, is it going to affect um, our property growth in certain areas, especially in areas where things are unaffordable. And you know, you go closer in into some of our capital cities, and obviously in Sydney and Melbourne, our two biggest cities in Australia, where the prices are high, typically where most of the jobs are being created, and we're seeing low unemployment rates right now. But will we see it in future? Good to keep your eyes and ears close to the ground on this one. Uh, like everything else in the property industry, 
because that will help you think about the plans and strategies that you're going to use as an investor to create some wealth for you now and into the future so you can build up your portfolio um, and work for yourself in terms of getting things moving. So hopefully that's helped you think about property investing in the economy, um, retail, unemployment in a different way and just keep your eyes and ears open to some of this information that's coming through and reflect back on maybe some of the words that I've said today. So if you'd like to discuss this particular topic or your current investing circumstances, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377 and thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.